0: I love you, but I'm not sure yet if I'm in love with you. Have you ever heard these words? When you're in love with someone, it can hurt to hear this like a bucket of tar is pouring over you. And if you have past trauma and past heartbreaks, coloring your perception, it can feel like it was just a total rejection that it's all over, that there you are making the same mistake again with someone unavailable. Maybe but when you go into that bad place, it's like you take a loss and you turn around on yourself with the self attack. Sometimes real love is a winding road and it needs more time. My letter today is from a woman I'll call Lena and she writes, Hi Anna it's so funny I wrote to you a month ago an anxiety written email thinking my boyfriend of one year was about to say I love you for the first time and I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to say it back. I've got the fairy pencil here. I'm circling stuff I want to come back to. I'm going to read it all the way through, hear what you say, then I'll come back to the things I circled to discuss a little bit. All right. Lena says, amazingly, The exact opposite has happened since then. I decided I do love him, maybe not the in love level of love yet, but the first level of love where I feel warmth, respect, admiration, gratitude, care, and concern for his well-being. I told him how I felt and he actually said he wasn't sure if he loved me and he needed more time. I've fallen apart. (laughs) a little bit since then, I realized I made a mistake. We took a long time to build up to sex because I wanted love before it. In the last month, we started having soulful sex where I felt like I was giving my heart to him because I had been reading his actions as love. I feel like I've betrayed my standard. I told him I want sex off the table for now, and though he is respecting it, he says he feels pressure coming from me to say I love you. He's 29, I'm 34, and he's never been in a relationship or in love before. He says he doesn't know what romantic love is supposed to feel like, and he isn't sure he loves me, but isn't sure he doesn't love me. I'm asking the same question I did in my last letter, but about the other person now. Is this normal dating ambiguity? I'm so scared I'm gonna end up like I did in my limerent relationship a few years ago that person and I were off and on and he was telling me uh, he was in love with me but also unsure about me as he dated other people. I just patiently and cheerfully waited and got my heart broken ultimately. I'm so scared of this happening again. I feel urgent heat over my body, my chest hurting. I honestly felt more soothed just interpreting my boyfriend's actions as loving. He truly is caring. We're going to Europe together in a few weeks. He's taken a day off of work to make me chicken soup. He calms my anxiety. He leaves me love notes. He's generally emotionally available, gives thoughtful gifts, takes care of me in so many ways and always welcomes me into his space. I feel anxious wondering why he's unsure whether he loves me. He says he needs some grace in this area and space and time to figure it out for himself. He wants me to drop the topic for the time being. How long should I wait? Months? And how do I keep myself serene while I wait? Is it normal for people to go slowly and figure out their feelings? But at what point should I assert my self-respect and decide I deserve someone to be sure how they feel about me? We met a year ago and invested so much in each other and are very close. I realize the irony of this letter, given what I wrote a month ago, but I would appreciate any advice. I don't wanna ruin something that genuinely needs some more time to develop organically. And I also don't wanna get my heart broken again or waste months or years on someone unsure of me. Also, you can probably gather from the way I'm writing, but I definitely have CPTSD and abandonment wounds. Thank you for any advice you might have, Lena. Okay, Lena. I think I can help. Let's go back through your letter and I'll tell you what I heard. So only in the past month did you realize that you loved him and it wasn't even the in love kind of love. So I think you're just as slow as he is and I think that's great. I think you guys are very well matched and honestly a year of dating where you're really just growing closer and learning to care for each other and respect each other and make chicken soup and not have it be this huge, you know, operatic romance yet. That is beautiful. Like that is what marriage is like. It's all that good stuff. The, the romantic thing passes. Now, I'll be the first to tell you it's really important to have that feeling at some point, but you're still in the game here. This is still within a very realistic window To see if that emerges Um, i'll tell you right now at least 18 months up to three years that's how long i would give it because all the good signs of a good partner are here now i see an interesting little flag here where you say he's 29 and he's never been in a relationship or in love before so that's interesting that's kind of a late bloomer i would say it's not you know like off the charts that happens but usually by the time somebody's 29 they've fallen in love and had some kind of a relationship. So what's going on there? Is he um, very, very introverted? Is he neurodivergent? Is there something different about him that puts him on a timeline that doesn't have this urgency of like, oh, my darling, I love you. This is the all and everything of my life. And then have to backpedal like the rest of us and figure out the real parts of a relationship and how to really love a person. I don't know. Everything that you're saying about him sounds extremely well-adjusted and well-matched for you. So, But I'm with you. I'm concerned on your behalf that that in-love feeling isn't there. And in fact, you don't have it yet either. So I don't think that's a problem because I, I just you're telling me a story of two people who are gradually growing, growing closer together. So when he tells you he needs more time to figure it out for himself, nothing could be more plainly stated. I mean that has integrity, honesty, it's fair, he needs more time to figure it out. So I get it too that this is a very anxious situation for you. So I, I do think dating ambiguity is normal. I think it's often papered over with everybody's um, idealism or codependence or neediness that we try to make a great love out of something that's only just getting started. We project a whole lot. I think it takes about two years to, to start bringing somebody into focus for what they really are. And so I've heard it recommended like For people who want to rush and get married like never get engaged less than a year before you meet ideally wait at least 18 months and more is good even better it takes time and that was certainly my marriage developed very slowly it was fast for me to know that that's what i wanted it took him a long time and um and when it came it came like the slow train it was just solid as a rock you know (laughs) but that love showed up the love came to town but slowly. So that doesn't mean that somebody who doesn't feel in love with you yet is definitely going to. So here's what's interesting. Your um, deep emotions are being activated because he said he um, is not sure if he's in love with you. And that's a little bit how it works. Sometimes what space means, space to figure it out, means no pressure on you. Um, And in fact, possibly, sometimes, and I think this is true, the anxiety that we're going to lose somebody tends to get us in touch with our true feelings about somebody it can actually go very distorted for people with cptsd and we will cling to people we don't even like but i have a feeling that if you were to actually create a little more space between you when he says he feels pressured to tell you that whatever you can do lena to take that pressure off and just be like you know what that makes total sense I don't want some pressured I love you. I don't want you to feel pressured. I don't wanna rush anything. I really like how things are. I'm gonna hang out and let it unfold. Now, here's what happens. Your emotions and your CPTSD-driven behaviors are gonna be kind of flaring up like, oh gosh, does he like me? If he if he loved me, he'd say so. And if we had a future and now I'm being stupid and I'm doing that thing again, and I'm 34. And I know, I mean, you can tell I know what this is like. And I'm not making fun of it. Like it's a, it's a realistic anxiety. Uh, Sort of. But but what we want to do with that anxiety is handle it and not dump it on the partner. Not try to make them fix it for us. It's an inside job to deal with the feelings that come up for you to be in a relationship that is going at a natural pace for both of you. So feelings come up. A sense of insecurity, a sense of impatience. Those are your feelings coming up. What will you do with them? I just want to encourage you like try to have a boundary where you don't make him responsible for that feeling you just recognize this is what comes up for me he's showing up for the relationship he's giving it time he's giving it a fair shot and you want to know how he legitimately feels about it nobody really wants a pressured decision out of somebody right you don't want that you can't trust it if you pressure somebody you can't trust that they were like okay fine 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 i love you so you want it to come organically and so to deal with the anxiety and the insecurity that come up may i recommend to you what i recommend to everybody the thing that i did with all of my anxiety is i took it to my daily practice the written fears and resentments about just daily life that come up each time a couple times a day i write i meditate and i just take a lot of that fear and anxiety and i just it gets it gets removed and then nobody has to deal with 80% of it with me what's left usually is a little more clarity about what I need to talk about and you know I'm not gonna pretend like it's always tied up in a bow and I'm just like all like lucid and I don't you know still just kind of dump a lot of responsibility on my husband or something I do I do everything that people do but I'm so much better than I used to be there's a lot of space you know for for him to figure himself out for him to be himself There's a lot of responsibility on my side i've learned so much about myself so we went really slow and what was so interesting about that is just a lot of feelings came up and when you go slow and you don't paper it over with promises and you know intensity and you just go slow and you just date you have to talk to each other and talking to each other leads to getting to know each other And when you really get to know somebody, you can make a much more informed decision about whether you want to be with them for the long term. And that's, I mean, people with CPTSD, everybody makes mistakes. They rush off to Vegas, but people with CPTSD were particularly vulnerable to that. We just want to get this anxiety resolved. It's like, fix it for me, honey. Let's just get engaged, and then my problems will be solved. And I'm just here to tell you, like... It's nice to get engaged, but it doesn't solve anything except the question of whether you plan to get married. It doesn't fix the anxiety that you're not okay, that you're never going to be loved, that eventually you're going to end up alone. Like that's a core fear that comes up with people who were abused and neglected. So that's all going to be healed and dealt with inside of you, hopefully with a loving partner at your side, but it's something you can heal under any circumstances. And as you heal that, you just become a much more, you know, pleasant, loving presence to be around. There's less pressure coming off of you and less, um, you know, neurotic stuff. Stuff like um, the expectation that somebody else fix you. Some partners have just enough codependency that they will try to make you happy. But you know, people in the end, they resent having to fix you. It doesn't work. It disappoints them that they put so much energy in and it didn't get better. It's not a real path. So we work on healing ourselves. We develop our capacity to be loving and to receive love. And don't underestimate the huge challenge of learning to receive love. Being loved is actually a really big deal when you didn't get that when you were little. And it can be prickly and bumpy and, you know, a a rough road sometimes. So the time that you have to go slowly together is a blessing. This is really good. Now, in terms of you um, saying you don't want to have sex, I would just say, ask yourself, is that really what you want? And if so, great. Or are you trying to see if, you know, on some level you're manipulating him, just seeing if you can get him off the dime. I don't think spending all your time together but not having sex is quite the thing you want here whether or not you have sex that's your decision and i think that could be a good one um, if that's what you really mean but the key thing here is that you have a little more distance a little less um, certainty that it has to turn out a certain way and more of a spirit of investigation exploration getting to know you finding out what this relationship is now you're pretty far down the road of this turning into a real relationship but i always tell people like let other people come to you and kind of show you what their intentions are for you. Let them show you what it's like to be with them. Let them show you what they're like under pressure. Just like allow that to happen and notice it and witness it. Like that's a really good way to get to know somebody rather than kind of trying to wring a certain status out of them. You know, I know there's like some people who are like, oh yeah, labeling relationships is so whatever. I don't believe that. I do think that there is um, an important role for formality in saying, you know, are you boyfriend and girlfriend? Are you monogamous? Are you discerning whether you want to get married? Are you engaged? Are you married? Like, these things are very meaningful distinctions. And they should be honestly given and discerned and shared. It shouldn't be a secret at this point where you are. But if it's not where you feel totally safe in the relationship, the rational thing is just to, like, just lighten your grip on it. I don't know how much time you spend together, but like you don't have to spend so much time together. Sometimes just letting the dating be more structured and a little less frequent. um, You can, when you talk like on the phone, you can limit it to half an hour. When you text, you can limit it to, uh, you know, six rounds of text or something. Just don't get into a big enmeshed thing because it's really hard to see what your boundaries need to be when somebody becomes your everything. It doesn't sound like you have that, but I'm just putting that out there. I'm hoping Lena that you let us know how this goes I'm hopeful for you this is there's a lot of good makings of a relationship but of course the number one thing that makes somebody an ideal partner is that they can be with you and will be with you and you're figuring that out right now so that's not in place yet but a lot of the other stuff is sounding really good so good luck to you